0: Listening to a Called Collective podcast, where we seek to equip the next generation of ministry leaders. The Called Collective produces multiple podcasts, which you can find in the description below. To learn more about The Called Collective, visit our website at thecalledcollective.org or check us out on Instagram at The Called Collective.
1: Check, check, check.
2: No, it was terrible. <laughs> it did not, you did not make it work. That was so bad. That was terrible. It was such a I bad can't with you. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to Modern Parables. Excited to be back in the studio this week. My name is Tyler Sanders, joined as always by my downcast and blue mm. co-hosts. My Isaac man. Noah, very sad. Just mm. Sad days. I'm sad so days. sad that I got a tattoo of a teardrop by my eye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was it was done in invisible ink, so you mm. might yes. have you trouble might seeing it. Yeah, not able to it. see it, but yeah. trust God. Eh? Yeah, but we're we're glad to be back in the studio, and we have a great guest, good friend of mine. We have Caleb Cable Carr with us. Yeah. The Reverend mm. is in the studio. So, oh, the Reverend.
3: Reverend, you're throwing that at me, Reverend Tyler Sanders. That's right.
2: Yes.
1: Uh, How did ca- the the, the name Cable come to fruition.
3: It's, a good, it's, it's c- a good story. So in high school, playing soccer and my dyslexic teammate called me Cable. <laughs>
2: oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that's not at all what I thought you were
3: going to say. Like... 100% my last name was Carl. <clears throat> so Caleb became Cable Car. It was like, it was just a nickname, wrestling team, soccer team. I was Cable and then some friends in high school called me up. But it was just a nickname. Came to college and they paired me. Sweet mate name was Caleb. Guy next door's name was Caleb. Like, I have a cool nickname, Cable. Everybody called me that afterwards. Mm-hmm. Good name yeah. change. Yeah. Yep. So change. since yep. then, I've been Cable Car.
1: Yeah, because you even introduce yourself as Cable. I do. I do. It
3: yeah. just becomes second nature. I've been Cable since I came to college. Yeah. Dang. Wow.
2: But to everybody who's hearing this podcast now, you will address him as the Reverend Car. Oh, thank you, Holy <laughs> Reverend Tyler Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. Well, uh, Cable, tell us a little bit about you, what you do, what you've done in ministry. Absolutely. So my name is, of course,
3: Cable Car. I have a wife and a 16 month old back home in Buffalo, New York area, where Woo. I am a uh, youth pastor. I oversee youth ministry across four campuses at Revive Wesleyan Church. Wow! Mm. And previous to that, I was the discipleship pastor at Bethany Wesleyan Church in Eastern Pennsylvania for a year, and before that, the youth pastor at the main campus there for a year.
2: Dang. Solid, wow. lots to do. And hey, just real quick, F's in the chat for Buffalo. You know, Ooh. that was mm. the rough, rough day to be a, it was a, a, a Buffalo sad one. night. Or whatever. Is it like
3: frigid
1: in Buffalo right now?
3: No, it's the same temperature as here. Wow. Yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo gets snow, but it's no colder than anywhere else. Yeah, talk about that seven feet of snow. Whatever you guys had. had, Yeah, we had six foot six inches in November, two feet in December, and then the the blizzard of 2022 that came in on Christmas. Uh, about four four and a half feet.
2: Yeah, God was like, yeah, December, just two feet. Within a
3: month, we got that much snow. That's ridiculous. That's more snow than normal for Buffalo. Like Buffalo's known for snow. That's more snow than yeah, that's wild. That's, that's wild. like as much snow as we get all year.
2: And you have snow drifts and stuff still. It's all oh,
3: melted. Oh, really? It melted oh. before the New Year's. It was 50 degrees the next week. Wow.
2: Okay. Huh. okay.
3: So we have about two inches on the ground. There was the same storm that hit here yesterday Hit Buffalo. Got about you. two inches on the ground right now. Okay. All right. That's what Solid. I saw this morning from, you know, my wife sent me a picture. Two inches.
2: Yeah. Well, awesome. Cable, okay, well, glad, you're, glad you're on
3: the podcast. Glad to be here.
2: Glad to. What uh, scripture to bring for us?
3: All right. This is one that I've loved for years. It's both kept me up at night, but also been a comfort. So Hosea chapter six. Got a flip there in my Bible. Dang it. I almost got it. Oh. So close. It's... Minor prophets,
2: folks. I was
0: not close.
2: Micah, Jonah, Micah. Oh, is it before wow. or after? You guys, take a, you guys take a long time to get to Hosea. I don't huh? remember Thank if it's you. before
3: or after Obadiah, Amos.
2: <laughs> uh to after Jeremiah and after Ezekiel. Perfect.
3: Hosea six got it they made me use a real bible guys i was gonna use my
2: app (laughs) (laughs) almost there
3: all right praise god verses one through i believe it's three okay it is all right it says come let us return to the lord he has torn us to pieces but he will heal us he has injured us but he will bind up our wounds after two days he will revive us and on the third day he will restore us that we may live in his presence Let us acknowledge the Lord. Let us press on to acknowledge him. As surely as the sun rises, he will appear. He will come to us like the winter rains, like the spring rains that water the earth. Mm. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God.
0: Wow, that was ominous.
2: (laughs) Um,
0: Okay, the first thing I thought of um, in the first verse, come let us return to the Lord, for he has torn us that he may heal us. He has struck us down and he will bind us up. So him doing both the actions, right? Mm -hmm. And it's all for a purpose. But I remember one time when I, so part of my story is um, I broke my knee. Don't want to get into the medical terms of it, but broke my knee in high school. And I remember something that someone told me was that the shepherd, a shepherd would actually take the wandering sheep and break their legs and carry them over their shoulder until it heals. So that way the sheep knows to stay by the shepherd. And so as soon as you read that, I was just like, that's immediately what I thought of. Where it's like, I could see it in my life. I've seen it in others. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the shepherd has to break our legs, something that seems like suffering and harmful, yeah. actually for our good, and
3: to, to lead us to walk by him again. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. It does fit the overall story of Hosea mm-hmm. well, where you know the wandering wife of Gomer and yeah. Hosea going yeah. out and purchasing her back and bringing mm-hmm. her back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's in the overall story.
1: The uh, the first little phrase. Come, let us return to the Lord. Um, I was thinking about how so often we go somewhere and we always just tend to forget something. Mm-hmm. Like I, my least favorite thing is when I'm in the car and I'm like halfway to a, de- to a destination. I'm like, oh goodness. yeah, I forgot the very thing I actually need, right? Like once I went to go play disc golf, forgot my shoes. I literally can't play disc golf without shoes, right? So yeah. it's such a simple illustration, but I think so often we go about our day and then we re- we realize we forgot God. In, in the midst of it, right? Mm-hmm. We go about our day and we do things for God, but not with God. And I think just that little first phrase, let us return to the Lord. I think it's an, an act of bringing the Lord with us as we go, rather than having to leave and then return to the Lord over and over again. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Thanks. And something that comes to mind when I read this is, um, you know, a lot of people, when they first become Christians, they think the path now is going. It's just straight. There's puppies and rainbows for the rest of my life. <laughs> when in actuality, what, what happens is there is a lot of pain mm-hmm. in the walk with Christ. And, and yet we continue to go back to the Lord, even with all that pain going on and stuff. And <clears throat> for me, it just highlights how good God is and truly how deep his love is. Mm-hmm. That That's the reason you go back. Is is that love that continually impacts you, continually seeks to meet you in the midst of where you are. That's why we keep going back mm-hmm. to the Lord, no matter what. No matter what. Yeah. And that's, yeah. you know, obviously with the story of Hosea, that's not why Gomer goes back to Hosea, but it's when I read this, that's the first thing that jumps out. Wow. No, with the story of Hosea actually talks about him purchasing back yeah. Gomer, but
3: that's what catches me about verse two here is it says, After two days he will revive us. Yeah. And on the third day, he will restore us that we may live in his presence. That restoration brings in that conversation of a, of payment, right? Yeah. It brings that Good. conversation of bringing back yeah. something that was lost.
0: I think the yeah. other thing that really hits me is this kind of goes along with a lot of the reading I've been doing for class or for devotion or whatever and just talking about the faithfulness of God. Mm. I mean, there's so many times I doubt the faithfulness of God or I Absolutely. think it as less than what mm. it is because I'm basing off my faithfulness and what yeah. I see. And I remember just reading the other day and, um, and hearing at church talking about exile and exodus. That's the constant theme we see of the mm-hmm. Israelites going mm-hmm. into exile because they're disobedient. Then God bring them out, disobeying. Like this, yeah. this whole ebb and flow of this, right? Um, but his faithfulness never changes to them. And it almost just seems to me that his faithfulness is as certain as Israel's unfaithfulness, yeah. you know? And so as surely as they're probably going to turn from God again, It is just that sure that God will still Mm -hmm. remain. Yeah, it's good.
1: So, if you guys have ever heard of the movie Redeeming Love, it's based off of this book. No, I've never heard of it. It's insane. It so the movie Christian movie? Yeah, it's it does have some nudity in it because it is the story of Hosea. Is it Christian then? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, the garden baby. (laughs) woman. It's based off of a book, and the movie makes you your heart hurt for the man that plays God in this movie, Mm. like the Mm. character that's supposed to like emulate God, like you're just so frustrated and upset with this prostitute that continues to go away because she's mm-hmm. unfaithful over and over again. And you're just like, come on. Like he clearly loves you. And it just, you know, it hits you by halfway through. You're like, man, this is me all the time with the Lord. And so if little PSA, if you have the chance, watch Redeeming Love. I've
3: heard a lot of good things about it. Okay. Just heard about it now. Yeah, I'll have to look but into it. Yeah, look into highly it. recommend it in the last few moments. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I think, Perfect. That's, I think that's verse 3 right here, which yeah. is my favorite verse out of this. Like, verse 1, like I said, it troubles me, man. You read about the Lord has harmed us, but he will heal us and all that. But verse 3 comes back and says, he is as sure as the sun rises. Yeah. yeah. And his appearing is as sure as, for Israel, winter rains. That's their context, of course. But like the spring rains that water the earth. And we think about springtime anywhere in the world, really, you think of that heavy fall of rain that mm. brings life after the death in winter mm. and that beautiful image of his love being so sure. And yeah. you're right. It's about faithfulness, mm-hmm. mm. enduring faithfulness of God. So good. Wow.
0: Praise so good. God. What a good word. Thank you for bringing that cable. And just as you guys, as you guys know, on the podcast we start with the word, right? To be rooted in the word. Mm, but from mm-mm. here we go to the random topic generator. Come on now, <laughs> so <laughs> let's get to it. <laughs> a random topic will pop on the screen, and we will give sermon illustrations.
1: Nick, is it a good noise?
2: <laughs>
0: oh well, Uh-oh. all right. Oh, that's fitting. Cable car.
2: Mm. All right. <laughs> One more time. It's a, it's a different sound every single week. Unexpected. That's,
3: that's, that's fantastic. That's great. That's golden. All right. So, is that supposed
2: to be a dolphin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last week it was a dolphin, but it didn't sound like a yes, dolphin. Yes, it oh. did. No, it didn't. Go ahead. <laughs> Go, ahead. Go ahead. So a Just cable
3: car on? runs on a cable, which is meant to keep it on track, Ooh. to keep it in place. Mm-hmm. If it's off track, that cable car is sure to fall probably harming the individuals inside of it the Lord Jesus is that cable keeping you on track it's true mm-hmm. it's true amen amen e- this is the word of the Lord I praise, God. God. E- praise e- God for that Tyler do you have any
2: unnecessary facts about cable cars uh uh so oh this cable car or other cable cars? No, no, no 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 real oh. cable cars. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. we have no. stories about each other no yeah. I yeah I think I think cable covered cable cars very well okay mm-hmm. okay excellent all right so as we
0: talked on before right cable car is a nickname or a name change hmm and I, I love looking at the changes of names mm. in the Bible, mm-hmm. right? From Jacob to Israel, right? The one who wrestles with God.
2: Uh, so are they the same person? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes.
0: It's a, I mean, within that name, it's just beautiful, right? <laughs> yeah. The ones yeah. that wrestle with God are the chosen people of God. Mm-hmm. To wrestle with God. Mm-hmm. But then also, when you look at from Saul to Paul, Saul was a very strong name. This name, like, right, the first mm. king of Israel. That was a very strong name. But then when it switches to Paul, it is weak. Yeah, like that's that's in the definition of the name, mm. and so you see that when when Saul becomes Paul and is like converted and like the Lord met him, right? He becomes weak and lowly, and so mm. names have such powerful meanings, and I love looking into those. Just as I mean, it's not the same when <laughs> a dyslexic It's that way because reads, a dyslexic. He was a good friend, that, you right? know. Hey,
3: he over uh, dyslexia was something he overcame, right?
0: But that's what I thought of with the name change. Mm. It's good in the
2: Bible. I like it. I don't have I anything have for nothing. cable car. Wow. Yeah. I wow. can honestly say I've
1: never ridden in a cable car. So.
2: You haven't never what?
1: Ridden? Oh. Road? Yeah. Road? So ridden? In ridden upon. I thought you were written about. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I write about cable cars cable all
0: the car time. Cable car being
3: distinct from a trolley car. <laughs> <is> that <laughs> that right, yeah.
0: I do think we're ready for another one, though, because you guys are coming on. Oh, coming up short with this. Mines one. are blank.
2: Weak. Yeah. That's fair. Let's go to the next topic. And a star. A hammock. hammock. You know ah. what a hammock is, Isaac? I just...
0: <laughs> What is a hammock?
2: What is a hammock? Yeah. It is a college sensation. <laughs> Outside of that. A I place of sin. That's what, what
0: it is. In Whoa. temptation.
3: Whoa. Oh, my God. You've <laughs> obviously never taken a nap in the garden. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So, so often in a hammock, you see the kind of the funny, like, videos of people getting in a hammock and it's not balanced enough yeah. and they end up just like shooting mm-hmm. out the backside um
3: or <laughs> i like that language of shooting out the backside yeah. Yeah. Or, or, some thoughts. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or even if you're in a too small of a hammock like it's not gonna function the way it's supposed to but like you have to be decently balanced to be in a hammock especially like the rope one yeah you know what i'm talking yeah. about like and oh. it's so easy to fall out of like yeah you can, once you find the right position, you have to like stay there, mm. but like one false move and you're, and you're off of it. And in our, in our Christian life, there is a balance of, we actually talk about this with busyness and rest. The Lord has given us the Sabbath to be restful, but yet so mm-hmm. often we don't rest and what a better place to rest than in a hammock. But you have to find that right balance, yeah. right? If you rest too much, then, then you become lazy. If you work too much, then you're just a workaholic.
2: Yeah. There mm. you, you work hard so you can rest hard and vice versa. Good. Like that. So when we think of a hammock, a hammock is always between two points, unless you have a hammock stand. But in the same, th- in the same thought, there's two different basically pillars of yeah. that stand yeah. as well. And what my mind goes to is we need to pitch our, set up our hammock in between two giant pillars when it comes to our Christian walk. That's prayer and reading God's word. Mm. We have mm. to pitch the hammock, set up the hammock, and rest in those two uh, disciplines mm. more than most other disciplines. Mm. I was a little mm.
0: afraid you were going to turn the trinity into just two <laughs> I was, I was like, worried about oh, it. Uh,
3: <laughs> you know, I, I'm not like, no. <clears throat> I didn't, mean to, didn't mean to cut you off. I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, 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 go for it. Go for it. Are we allowed to tell personal stories? Yeah, Oh, yes. yeah. oh yeah. Sure, yeah. All right. Picture is my sophomore year of college. We're camping out. Our floor from Hodson Hall, if you graduated from IWU mm-hmm. back in the day. Um, and one of my roommates looks at me and goes, Hey dude, I didn't bring a hammock or a tent or anything. I was like, Okay, well, <laughs> what are you gonna do? And he goes, I was gonna share your hammock. <laughs> I had I had a double Eno. So, you know, supposedly it's got the room for two, right? Allegedly. Allegedly it's got room for two. Ain't two, two, two brothers. <laughs> yeah. oh, you know what? It says in scripture, two can keep each other warm. And it was a cold night. <laughs> That's a <coincidence>. has <laughs> to talk right there. So, a cold night. I was like, all right. His name was also Caleb. I'll throw that out there. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, Caleb. Let's try this. But the thing you need to know is what actually fits within the confines of the hammock. And the truth is, like you said, two brothers don't actually fit, even if it's a double. <laughs> you need to know what fits within. And the yeah. same is true of faith in Jesus while there is a beautiful center to that faith and following him, you need to know what fits within that religion, which is why we have the creeds and other yeah, places like that. Yeah, what are the boundaries that fit within this confined mm-hmm, space? Yeah. So around 3 a.m. when I kick Caleb out, you got to know we got to kick out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Caleb is sin. That's what I heard. Yeah, it's Caleb, <laughs> yeah.
3: If he's listening Caleb Kimball, much love to my friend. <laughs>
2: I'll say the last name. We'll let it out. That's, you know what's funny about that is, one. To, so Kai... Right yeah. that's his wife's his name. His wife's name. Uh so in their wedding what can I say? You know? Yeah, well, in <laughs> freshman year I had never been in a hammock in my entire life. Oh, to, wow. freshman year of college. So Kai invites me to study in a hammock. Ooh! Well, it was like we sat on complete opposite sides and you just can't stay up so you're just sliding, <laughs> sliding <down the> in, <laughs> time, touching hips and, and after, you're like moving after, the entire time yeah after like after like 45 minutes i'm like yeah this was fun but <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> i don't think i'm ever gonna get into a hammock with another person like again <laughs> even if it was like my wife mm. i just i know you gotta know what fits i know what fits it's just it sounds uncomfortable well i'll tell you what you just there's a up. yeah sure but just a hammock itself just doesn't... The worst company. is when it's, like, hot. and. and but the thing is, you, is you are sweating. not married,
0: run, brother! <laughs> run <laughs> from, from the Sleep, sleep, sleep from
3: sexual morality! Sleep from it! Well, I'll tell you, man, that couple, Caleb and Kiana, were friends with my wife and I. And there was an iWoo advertising picture I went around for around for a while of my wife and Caleb studying together. In and a
2: hammock? And, no. Oh, just... My hammock is
3: cropped out of the photo. <laughs> I was in the photo... <laughs> And they cropped me out of it. You can see my hammock straps. Oh, you can see my, my arm goodness. hanging into the photo. And they cropped ah. me out. So it looks like my wife and Caleb are on a date sitting on a blanket. That's They hilarious. used it all over iwo advertising for like a year or two. That's and like, incredible. And I'm like, there's my straps right there. Kayana was with us too. They cropped two of us out. That's funny. Wow. Oh yeah, I know. I was like, oh, okay. That's wild. <laughs> I see That's you. Yeah, Got to know what fits, even in that photo. Hey, I know
1: what fits. bring it back. I think the hammock That's broke. Right. So, yeah. yeah. I think it's done. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. go on
2: to the next one. And stop. Baby bottle, baby mm. bottle pop. You guys know what that is? Is it no? It's a candy. What? No, I'm just kidding.
1: I'm just kidding. Actually, okay. I, I kind of know.
2: It's a baby. It's kinda. baby bottle pop. It's candy. That was candy.
3: Look like a baby bottle.
0: Yeah, let's go. When we start out in the faith, right? Mm. Paul talks mm. about giving Ooh. them milk. Get them. Yes. it's like a oh. baby bottle. Mm. You know, get them. Scripture and and something though that's kind of sad, and this could be rather graphic. Is okay. we have a lot of people. A lot of adults who are still sucking on a baby bottle.
1: Mm. Mm. That's right. I don't and know how. To... Did not know that. You. Yeah. I thought you're going way different.
2: Yep. Than yep. That. yep. He kept the G. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he kept it real G. <laughs> he kept it real G. Sucking
0: on the baby bottle. Ah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we we know that's where you were headed. Yeah. Okay. We're we sucking on the
0: baby bottle. As in like. He also goes on to say, you guys should be consuming meat by now. And then Mm -hmm. in Hebrews, he goes Mm -hmm. on to say, you guys should be teaching by now, but you aren't. So you still have Mm -hmm. to consume this stuff that is for like toddlers. Mm. And so as we walk in this faith, yes, we start out with things like milk, say like from a baby bottle. But then as we grow, we have to consume things that are harder, like Mm -hmm. harder to understand. And so growing in understanding of the word, growing in understanding of God in yeah. sanctification and faith and holiness and grace and mercy and forgiveness mm-hmm. and love and all these things, we can't stay at the beginning phases of what we yeah. were at, yeah. right? We have to grow on because mm. God is growing us into more like him. And so we have to move on from the baby bottle and start consuming meat.
2: Yeah, mm. that's good. That's good. And Hebrews was where I was headed with it too. So oh, thanks. yeah, I'm yeah. sure you yeah. were. I'm sure <laughs> no, you oh, were, it was there. Buddy. It was there. Hebrews 6. I know it. Uh, yeah.
1: I'm going to need some help from the two dads. But mm-hmm. okay. I was wondering why the
2: two guys without kids were talking. Yeah,
1: yeah, this yeah, yeah. So mm. a a baby cries for, is it four reasons? Main categories? Is that what it is? They're dads. You think <laughs> uh, they know, bro? Ba-
2: babies cry for so many, many, right, reasons. many reasons. But isn't yes. there
1: like four main well, categories? Let's hear, what, are the four what do you I think they are? No idea. What do you think they are? Hungry, uh, tired. Hungry, tired. Uncomfortable, mad. Pooping. Yeah.
2: And what? Pooping. <laughs>
3: there was less crying about pooping in my house, at least. Yeah, he seemed pretty poop. happy
2: to do it. Boogers. That was a big one. Okay. Boogers. The, Wiping their
3: face, uncomfortable, cleaning them.
2: hot, cold. Yeah, you hit them. You missing, so I mean, missing mama. There might be
1: more than four. There, there was someone that had mentioned that there's maybe six or four distinct categories yeah. for they're, they're why a baby cries. Yeah. That and sounds, once you
2: kind of figure that out, then you say like there's like a nurse pamphlet, yeah, at the hospital, they gave us here are the thing a checklist of things to check to see mm, if you' mm-hmm. why
1: your baby's crying yeah and and so that kind of comes in this mind of this this word of of abiding mm. because when when God's holding us, we are his children, so often I think we we have that we are just a baby, and we are we're fussing for no reason mm-hmm. sometimes, but yeah, if we abide, the Lord can come and, and give us the, the specific need that we actually need not that we want the actual need that is mm-hmm. that is going on in our mm-hmm. life and maybe it is as simple yeah. as we just need food we need nourishment right and that's when a baby bottle will come into play but maybe maybe we're hurting in some way and the lord just needs to comfort us yeah and so i have this image mm-hmm. of, of just the lord holding us as a child kind of just waiting for us to abide that's
3: good yeah wow.
2: i am going to talk about the natural the all oh natural baby bottle this is quick. where i all thought right, you were right. going so, yeah what's that <laughs> That is a woman's breast mm. ah, <laughs> I did not know you were going to go there. Yeah. oh okay. so uh, this is this is a very interesting fact about how God designed the human woman. I love this. This is a room full of dudes about to describe this. <laughs> oh, this is great. Uh, this, yep. com- this comes from this comes from the female nurses uh, on the <laughs> maternity ward at community- Kokomo Community Hospital. Uh, What's amazing about the human body, if you're a woman, when you're breastfeeding a baby, is that uh, if your baby is sick, the breast milk mm-hmm. changes wow. to heal the baby. That's insane. Yes. So the, the, the formulation and the nutrients of the breast milk changes yep. to help the baby get better. And what the baby needs milestone-wise... Is also changing as mm-hmm. as you go. Uh, it's it is absolutely witchcraft mind-blowingly crazy <laughs> to think that this is how God like who would have thought any of us would have thought when we were designing anything that it would automatically Just protein well, powder. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you need. <laughs> that's right. Protein powder. It might be called me jack. But when it comes to how the Lord interacts with us, when the Lord is trying to teach us something, when he's trying to pour into us. He pours exactly the formulation we mm. need. Ah. And at the same time, maybe the baby rejects the breast and the breast milk, right? Mm. Mm. Drinking and feeding. Do we reject? Even though it's the exact formulation mm. we need to grow and to move forward in life, to go on the next steps, to grow in him, we just, yeah. we deny wow. it. Wow, that's good. That's good. Put it aside. We're going to have an E for explicit on this <laughs> yeah. Men can lactate too, so...
3: That's true, actually. That's true in extreme circumstances. Can any of you?
2: Uh, Uh, Can you uh, you simulate a cry real quick? We'll see if it comes up. (laughs) Uh.
3: All right, so what I'm thinking here, I see the word baby bottle, and I I think back to the passage from Hosea here where we talked about God's faithfulness Mm. and how he's sure to always return, but as we discussed, babies cry, maybe for four reasons, maybe more. Uh, One of (laughs) the things they cry about is uncertainty. Uh, Mm. They don't have an understanding of where the next meal is coming from though it is coming. Mm, yeah. They haven't learned that level of trust yet because they don't they're not aware especially the younger they are. They don't have object permanence. That's something you learn. That's what peekaboo is. is a baby learning object perp- permanence. It means that you're going to come back. They can trust that you're going to come back. They
2: literally think you stop existing. They, they do. They do. Ah, Isn't that crazy? So that is wild. Yeah.
3: So I almost said something so <laughs> incorrect. <there. laughs> well, Well, as a baby cries for their bottle, it's Mm. because they don't know it's coming. Mm. Yeah. Even though it might be mealtime, even though it might be an expected time and their body's telling them they're hungry, they don't know it's coming. Mm. Yeah. They don't know the faithfulness of mom and dad to feed them. And even if they have a set schedule, all that baby just can't comprehend it. I think of that in our faith, not being able to sometimes comprehend how extensive God's faithfulness is, Mm. even when we don't know where our next meal is coming, maybe spiritually or it's some other need or, or physically. Mm. God's faithfulness is as sure good. as the arrival of Wow, good. That's very good. Love it. It's
2: good. Let's go yeah. to the next one. Yeah. Let's hit it. Hit it up. Bottles empty. And stop. That was a good
0: one. That was a good one.
1: Thank you.
2: Mount Everest. Much better than what I Mount was Mount Everest. Say. Tallest mountain in the world?
3: No. Many people have died climbing that mountain. i pretty you sure
0: it's not actually. Like I, I'm yeah. not even playing. I said that once, but somebody said there's a different mountain that's bigger. Look it up.
3: Well, there's there's different sizes of mountains, so it depends on mountain height above sea level. Yeah, yeah, yeah from good, the ocean the floor up. If you're talking width, those are all different we're measurements. The, highest, the, girth, the, the girth? girth, the girth, the girth yeah. of the mountain.
2: Um, what so, are you laughing at me, huh? No, uh, yeah, nothing. Uh, so Kilimanjaro is another very very tall mountain. Um, you didn't hit the. Uh, is this an illustration? No, 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 no. Okay, I'm just just facts. We're we're, we're giving our fact checker enough time Dude, to if fact he, check. Oh. If, he, if I'm right. Oh. Mount Everest is the highest. Uh-huh. Yep. But Mount Chimborazo has the furthest point from the Earth's mm-hmm. center. Yeah. It's because no, no. the Earth is not
3: a perfect sphere. So not. From, from the Earth's up. core?
2: That's that's yeah. interesting. What did it mean? Kind it's of, the what kind of highest You know what? So you bus- know, okay, Mount hold- Everest is above sea level the highest. Mm-hmm. But oh. Uh... So but, but okay, so uh, I'll tell you exactly what happened. A bunch of hikers got together and climbed Mount Everest, and they're like, we, come on, guys, we got to figure something else out. So they're like, oh, well, we can climb this mountain because of the sea level, all, and we'll call it the tallest mountain, and we're going to do it. It was hikers. They made it up. What you get it that just from? happened? Because yeah. hikers are jerks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and that's his illustration, folks. That's wow.
3: No, wow. Mount Everest. Oh, my days. I do want to know how many dead bodies are on Mount Everest.
2: That is that is probably an interesting... i <laughs> so morbid. <laughs> do you you not, that? I
3: do know that they use several bodies on Mount Everest as way markers
2: for the hike up to the summit. Mm. Huh. Well, on that morbid note... Uh, it's a place so of death. Mount Everest is so often said to be the... Thing that you have to conquer mm. right like yeah. everybody who's run out of everything to conquer in life billionaires millionaires that's where they go they go to climb mount everest uh because and and it's colloquially used as you know what's your everest what's what's the tallest mountain oh, yeah. the, the mm-hmm. challenge mm-hmm. that you have to do that's all I got about it uh, there's there it is 200, 200 bodies
3: it's a place of
1: death okay uh Cable, you may know this. Directed
0: in the final days,
1: is the so when you reach the point of Mount Everest, is the more challenging the peak? yes. The, tip the point. To come when, down is the more challenging part to come down. Ooh, I don't know, like because yeah. you're working a whole different set of muscles. You were asking like he did it. So <laughs> N- Nick is saying yes. <laughs> I like
3: hiking, but I I don't know. Yeah. To it's like when
2: oh. you're
0: streaming down in the ocean, then coming up. So yeah. reverse oxygen sickness. And recently, the there was
2: an American who climbed one of the pyramids of Giza, and it took him eight minutes to climb up. Wow. But it took him 28 minutes mm. to climb down. Wow. So it took him much, much longer to climb down. So my
1: my thought with this is when we reach that peak, right? It, it takes so much work to get up there. We we reach that peak and we think we're done, but in reality, it's just getting started. Mm -hmm. Like the way down is Mm -hmm. different set of muscles, altitude, whatnot. When, when Christ frees us from something, when we're a slave to sin, when we, when he breaks an addiction of some sort, we're like, Oh, we're we're good. We're done in reality. No, like Satan's going to come back twice as hard on the way down Mm -hmm. after that addiction is broken, tempt you twice as hard. Cause Mm -hmm. all of those things are just still accessible. Even though you may think I'm good. Jesus is saving, which is true. The way down is just as challenging as the way up, if yeah. not more challenging, right? We we it's okay, Isaac, like, you can go. I was gonna I was gonna keep no, going. Oh, okay, okay. Thought yeah.
0: you were, I thought you wrapped it up on that last no, thing. No, I
1: was I was just saying when when especially when it comes to like a pornography addiction is broken. That way down, like after that addiction is broken, it is still so accessible. Yeah. And that temptation may have changed into something different. Mm. Right? It's no longer pornography, but now it's Maybe it's a, a girlfriend, right? Maybe no. it's, it's someone that you are romantically involved with, which yeah. makes it, you know, maybe yeah. it latches on somewhere different. Mm. So that's just a thought. It's good. Love nice it. Fire. It's good. Yeah, you can go now, Isaac. Thanks. Can you live on the, on the peak? No. Exactly. Clearly, there's 200 dead bodies. So. so
0: why do we think that we could live most of our life on the peak or on the mountaintop with, mm. with God in our relationship? Mm. Yeah. Everybody kind of seeks that to be like, if I'm not there, then I'm not in a good relationship with the Lord. But mm. that's not where life happens. You know, life happens, yes, there are points at the mountaintop, right? But most of it happens in the middle. There's a lot that happens in the valley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But arguably, when we look at it, almost like the least amount is at the mountaintop. That's yeah. right. Even when you look in Hebrews at 11, right? The hall of faith. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, many of them didn't get to see the promises yeah. that's true mm-hmm. that were promised to them. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, learn, learn to live life. You know, okay, not being at the mountaintop. Use it for what it is. But even the people that have scaled Everest the
3: most, that's a very small percentage of yeah. their life that they have been at True. the top.
2: Yeah, it's
3: good. Like we had to say, Isaac, and it, they were called a song from my childhood to me. You may have heard of it. It's called "It's the Climb" by Miley Cyrus.
2: <laughs> it's <laughs> the climb.
3: I'm so thankful that just happened. <laughs> the whistle now. What a great whistle now, mm-hmm. guys. It's beautiful. <laughs> but the reason I bring that up is because following Jesus is that climb upwards, right? But it's a continual journey. It's a journey, we might even say. And I love how the early church was referred to as the way mm. because it wasn't yeah. necessarily, when you read the book of Acts, they weren't called Christians immediately. Instead, they were referred to as followers of the way, the way. because the way this of Jesus way. was a lifestyle. Amen. Oh the so good. <laughs> this is the way. The following of Jesus was a journey. It was mm. something you did. It's something you brought others along with you to participate in that journey. And so, when I say it's the climb, when you think of Mount Everest and reaching that height, it's actually about the people who come along the way with you and what you discover along the way. Mm. That it's a lifestyle of preparation. Then you actually have to live it. And you have to bring others along with you in order to mm. accomplish it. So the true lesson is in the climb. It is in the journey. And it's following the way of Jesus.
2: Mm. It's good. Wow. And anytime you can bring up Miley Cyrus on a podcast. It's true. It's just way better. Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. have to. Oh, you got it. Yeah. yeah. It's a fact. Anybody else for Mount Everest? No, thanks. Okay. Nope, we all, that's four for four. Hit the next one. Come on now. And a stop. Smaug. Smaug. Oh my gosh, I gotta tell you. Just recently uh, read The Hobbit and got to the chapter where Smaug is. And uh, Andy Serkis. Monologuing? Yes. Andy Serkis, uh, for those that don't know, very well-known voice actor, played the voice of uh, Gollum in The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit movies. Love him. And he did the whole audiobook when it got to Smaug, man. Oh my God. I will not part with one single gold coin. Oh, it was so good. Yep, I got <laughs> <I> to <gotta laughs> listen to that
3: audio book still. I got to do it because Benedict Cumberbatch's performance in The Hobbits might be the highlight of The Hobbit movies because they were awful. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch was Smaug in the Hobbit. movie yes, Oh, was. he was. Yeah. Oh, wait.
0: Actually, I it, remember seeing a video of him like, when he's
3: crawling with, around on his belly. Yeah, and I was he's like, doing the. Yeah. Can you yeah. believe that was motion capture? Was like, That's oh, wild. it's
2: wild. But and then uh, yeah, just, iconic, iconic, so iconic. So, so the thing about the Hobbit book uh, is versus the movies. I will say they talk about Smaug in the Hobbit. For so long, so much of the time, including the journey, he's in one chapter. Yep. And then he dies. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and he's in half of the second movie, right? Yeah, he's in half of the second movie into the beginning of the third movie, and he literally dies at the beginning. Yep. That's because that whole scene is, like, five pages. Mm -hmm. Like, the whole, like, last five battles. Like, Bilbo gets knocked out, and then it's over. (laughs) <laughs> oh, well, right? So, uh oh, yeah, we're doing sermon illustrations. That's right. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to talk about the hobbit for a minute. Um, do you have a sermon illustration? I don't. I, All actually, right, I got this. <laughs> I got this. I'm <laughs> loving this game. This is so much fun. Maybe I'll come All come right. up with one yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a this is an over
3: smog references the hobbit as our mm-hmm. good friend Tyler's explaining, right? So. When J.R.R. Tolkien initially wrote The Hobbit, which was in the 1930s, I believe, 1930s, which, by the way, it's referenced in the Marvel movies that Bucky Mm -hmm. read a different version of The Hobbit than he did. This is true. Bucky read a different version because he had to do some reprinting when he finished writing Lord of the Rings because he realized he wanted the story to go in a different Hmm. direction. Yeah. One of those reprints actually had to do with Nazi Germany. So after he wrote Lord of the Rings, or The Hobbit, one of the pieces of feedback he got was from a group, not necessarily of the Nazi party, but from Germans and others, and the general feel of that time was anti-Semitic, he wrote the dwarves originally to be Jewish characters. Mm. Mm. They, Their language is based in Semitic uh, mm. uh, sounding things. Tolkien was a linguist, all this other stuff. So when he wrote these characters, they were supposed to be typecast somewhat as Jewish characters. So those who were anti-Semitic loved these characters. Mm. And Tolkien realized what he had done later, as he put this in, not to intentionally belittle Jews, but he did put it in there. And so when he rewrote The Hobbit, he actually changed stuff, but especially as he wrote Lord of the Rings, he changed how he characterized the dwarves specifically. Mm. Because he didn't That's want them to appear belittled or something else. And so much is true as, as we discover more of God, we may need to leave behind some old beliefs about who God was. Mm. Yeah. And as we discover what God would teach us, one of the things Jesus continually did was he went back to the religious teachers themselves and said, you don't actually understand who God is. Mm. You might need to readjust your viewpoint of who God is as you've learned more, or as you meet me, who is God incarnate. And so we need to be open to learning and transforming what we have previously thought was who God was or truth. As Tolkien had to do with The Hobbit, as he wrote Smog, I trumped off Smog into The Hobbit. But You have to be willing to let go of some of the presuppositions Mm. you had as you
2: learn more and see the change that's happened around you. It's good. Mm, It's good. I do have one now. Boom. Here it is. Yeah. So in The the Hobbit movie and book, uh, there is something called Dragon Sickness. If you're familiar, (laughs) have you read The Hobbit? I haven't read it, but I know what that is. Have you seen the movies? Yes. That's good enough. And you? No. You you haven't seen them?
1: I haven't seen. All I've seen is actually, you're going to hate
3: this. All I've
2: seen is Ring of Power. Tell him. Oh. Tell, him, oh. tell him I do know
0: tell
3: him, tell I just him what he him. is. I just finished this somewhere earlier. You're an
2: uncultured swine. Thank you. Yes. Mm. Yes. Thank you.
3: So, but in in the movies. Well, Isaac knows what dragon sickness is. Yes. All
2: right. Yeah, I believe so. I can't I don't tell. If he's, I'm not greedy. Yeah. Oh, okay, there, yeah there, there he goes. is. Okay. He knows what it is. Okay. He knows what okay. yeah. it is. Yeah. So basically, uh, like I was quoting Smaug earlier, Smaug will not depart with one single piece of gold from the stockpile. But when a dragon's presence has been in a place for so long, there is, and included with all the gold, there's something called dragon sickness, and that dragon sickness drives you to do things that are uncharacteristic of you. So the dwarven king, whose name is Thorin, Thorin, uh, back. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, I wasn't gonna be able to get that. Son of Thrain, maybe. Uh, so. Son of Thror. Son of Thror. Son of Thror. Son of Thrain. There it is. Okay, so uh, with that, that, he becomes he becomes somebody he was uncharacteristically, right? He becomes angry, he becomes paranoid, he becomes uh, everything he was not in the Hobbit movies and in the books. Um, in the books, it's a little different, and I, I'm reading books now, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, so I get to see these kind of things, but... Bringing it back to a spiritual emphasis, uh, when you are a Christian and when you've been transformed and all of a sudden something comes into your life, could be a sin, it could be something else that begins to transform who you are. And it's not until you're separated and removed from that thing does the sickness begin to depart and go away from you. Mm. Um, So in our lives, when that thing comes and we begin to change and people around us tell us, you're different. You're changed, and it's not a good thing. We need to separate ourselves from mm. that thing. Mm-hmm. That's good. Dang. Yeah. I have nothing to follow up, you guys. Okay. I could, but it's not worth it. All right. Do we... One speed round? One more? Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. Okay. For sure. One Just more round. let Mas and stop. Stop. A Lego Death Star. Used to be the largest Lego set. Mm-hmm. Uh, Has before, multiple designs. Yeah, before the uh, Lego Eiffel Tower, I believe. Have you seen
3: the have you seen it in person? It's huge.
2: Uh, not in person, no. I've seen it on videos, and I've seen people standing next to it. I've seen it in person. It's crazy. That's wild.
0: Lego Death Star. I'm going to use a term that we use in some of our classes. It is a type of the actual Death Star. Mm. Yeah. So, <laughs> it is a type. The air no, quotes. But a type is like to show, like, say with the Lego Death Star, is to show a little bit or a picture of what it act, what. The real thing mm-hmm. is so for example the biggest one um we could talk about covenants and different things like that that represent the new covenant but the one that i see the most is the first adam versus second adam mm, yeah. right and we see in the first adam my one of my favorite passages right when paul is talking about in romans he says through the first adam through one man's sin one man's transgression we all mm-hmm. fall sinful right but through one man's righteous obedience and one righteous act we yeah. all are justified. By the blood of Christ. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There you go. It's good. Like it. It's good. There there is one instruction
1: manual for a Lego Death Star. This is there, true. Is, there like you can make it
3: yourself, maybe. But I it's... try to I try to build every Lego set that I get. I still get Lego sets that I can without using the instruction manual. I get uh-huh. as far as I can until I hit a stump, then I open it up.
1: Do you ever have uh-huh. to like take pieces off and then read oh, it? Oh yeah, I have uh-huh. to
3: read it. It's it's awful. I never do it right. <laughs> 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 it's a challenge that I've yet
1: to complete. But there is one instruction manual for the correct death star. You you can make a lot of right mm-hmm. things that are close. Maybe mm-hmm. I wouldn't get close. But along the way, you you'd mess up. And yeah. with the Christian life, there is one book that mm. that leads to the the life that Jesus has Ooh. has called us to be. Which I know is super cliche. It's good though. But we we try to replace it with self help books and these mind over matter and all whatever you can create. But like just like if you do this hard by yourself without instructions, it's gonna fall short. Yeah. And mm. It's ultimately not
2: gonna look like how it was intended. Yeah. Mm. It's good. So uh I too, if I chose to spend my disposable income on Legos, I would. But... It's a Christmas gift. I <laughs> <don't>... Oh <okay. laughs> I, don't, I don't buy it myself. I don't buy it myself. Oh, that's good. Okay. Uh I, I I always enjoyed Legos as a kid. When I was in first grade, there was this magazine. Do you guys know what a magazine is? Yep. It was this print material that would come to your house. It's got colorful pictures in it. And you flip through uh, and sports circle what you want. Yeah. So there was a Lego catalog in my first grade class on the reading shelf. I would always grab it. And the one Lego set that I always, 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 always wanted was the Super Star Destroyer. Oh, humongous, yeah. like size of this table, big. It was just humongous. Hold it in. I see that yawn. Hold it in. <laughs> uh, so, I, <laughs> ever since first grade, I've just had this thing ingrained that the ultimate Lego set is the Super Star Destroyer. So, of course, naturally, when I actually have my own money, disposable income, I search to see how much it costs. It's one of the more expensive Lego uh-huh. sets of anything out there right now. And what I'm specifically thinking of is the now discontinued one I saw in first grade, not the new one. Uh, okay? Yeah. okay. So, I'm thinking, oh, great. I, I'm not going to pay $1,000 for the Lego Star Destroyer <laughs> set. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, what? somebody's selling it on eBay. Let's see if somebody's selling it on eBay. There is a Chinese knockoff of the <laughs> first Lego Super Star Destroyer for $160. And I'm like, bingo. Oh, boy. So Uh-oh. I would 100%. I still haven't done that because that's a lot of money to drop on Legos. One Lego set. But think about that for a moment the real thing costs yeah. so much mm-hmm. then the not real thing the knockoff the fake the, the all of that costs significantly less but what it, what are the differences here the quality the fact that it's the real authentic original thing over here versus it's some of the pieces you might have n- not all the pieces there the instruction manual might be written in a different language <laughs> right uh s- the instruction manual might be missing several steps okay or you might get instead of the lego fig star wars minifigures you get you know bob the builder uh that would be lego mini- re- yeah it I would be that. it would be but when it comes to the christian walk we have the choice to do it the authentic way that costs so much It costs us more than we could possibly rationalize or think about. Mm. Or we can go with the knockoff version. It'll cost significantly less. It'll be less painful, right? Because it's not coming out of our wallet as much. But we won't get the genuine and authentic experience Mm. of doing it the way that Christ has designed it for us to be. Mm. That'll preach.
1: Bring us home.
3: I'm losing the Lego component here. (laughs) It says through the mouth of Jesus himself, that wide is the way that leads to destruct- destruction, but narrow is the way that leads to life. Yeah, yep. And if you recall the Death Star in Star Wars, the dish that shoots the giant death beam laser at you was very wide. Mm. But mm. the way to destroy the Death Star that led to life for millions, though it cost oh. some others' life, was very narrow. That's good. That's a good one. That's it. That's good. Dang.
1: Well, I like that. I like that a lot. It's a way to end it. It's a good one. Amen. Okay, well, thank you for spending well, thank you, some of your time. For put a a a dropping blast. your... Your knowledge bombs.
3: I don't know if it was knowledge bombs. And all, like, I
1: just nerded. You have so many facts about like all the topics.
3: I might pretend to be knowledgeable. I'm not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for, for giving us some time. I know it's a busy schedule and it's a long haul to to go back to Buffalo tomorrow. So Yeah,
3: you know, I came out just for this podcast. That's, right, you know, that's, yeah, that's, that's what else, I'm hearing too. Else. So
1: those that are listening, stay tuned. We got more coming out and hopefully more exciting new topics. So,
3: Oh, oh they didn't warn me about this part.
2: Uh. we would also like to take a second to thank the school of theology and ministry at indiana wesleyan university for using their facilities we want to thank the called collective for producing all of our podcasts the called collective seeks to equip the next generation of ministry leaders to find out more information visit the or check us out on instagram at the called collective once again thank you for stopping by and listening to our crazy sermon illustrations that might actually work check back next week for more modern parables